get locked up. All right. So. Episode uh, 10. Episode 10, man. It, it's been a while. We have not uh, recorded in a minute. Partially like because three minutes, it's maybe. my fault a little bit because <laughs> I totally tore the basement apart. <laughs> yeah, we don't have Our a studio. studio. Yeah. <laughs> uh, you'll notice, um, listeners, this will also be on YouTube as well, but if you're checking us out on YouTube where you'd normally expect to like see two ugly mugs in a basement, mm. uh, you're just going to hear us. You're going to be disappointed. Yeah, you're going to be, or happy if you don't want to see our faces. Yeah, it's up to you. Yeah. <laughs> this is a pick your own adventure kind of shit. Yeah. Do what you want. But, uh, yeah, so what are we drinking today? <laughs> <laughs> Not our usual fare. Clear bum. Yeah, we're... Brum. Clear, brun? Clear bums. Two N's or an M? Clear brun. Brun. Yeah. Sparkling water. Just sparkling Lime. water. We, I mean, we're going to do it right, though. I mean, we're going to oh, yeah. get... get oh, eek. Mm. That's mm-hmm. it. That's the good stuff right there. Um. So, mm-hmm. yeah, we are just... Uh, we are not in our normal space, so we are hanging out with uh, the subject of episode 10, mm-hmm. and uh, very excited. We actually just got done recording a podcast, uh, uh, an episode for his podcast, mm-hmm. so... Uh, it's called we'll, I Don't Do That. Check yeah, it out. I Don't mm-hmm. Do That. It's very fun. And uh, yeah, good time. So um, this will be our first guest that we are calling him a guest. We're in his fucking... We're in his basement. <laughs> yeah. You're my guest. guest. No. Right. <laughs> But uh, uh, no, we're we're super uh, excited to be here. Um, so everyone, this is uh, Ocho. Hi, hey Ocho. Hey, what's up, man? I, I've listened to your podcast for uh, a long time now. Sweet, so, we do appreciate you like that. it. Yeah, I love it. Yeah, oh, that's right, that's cool. why I got in touch with you, like, <laughs> Ethan. We know each other a little bit. Yeah, it's like yeah. I came on here to talk shit because you guys are terrible. I hit up yeah. Tyler. <laughs> I remember on one of the podcasts you were like you you sort of invited people to get in touch with you, so I did. You know, like, every episode, yeah, man. Yeah, yeah. yeah, do it. Yeah. Anybody else, get on here. Let's tell your story too. But yeah, super excited to have you. Yeah, yeah. me too. Me so, too. So yeah, we kind of. I mean, we kind of keep it free form. We don't uh-huh. really have much, you know, structure to this. But, yeah. You know, our show is basically just about people kind of finding their own way in life and kind of finding their yeah. own version of paradise. So. Mm-hmm. You know, tell us a little bit about your story and kind of your background and what's, yeah. you know, where do you come from? Well, I grew up uh, Catholic. I would say that uh, my parents are very open-minded people. Uh, when you hear about Catholics, you don't necessarily think about that. Yeah. So I was, in listening to your podcast, it's like I kind of thought that Catholicism is very stringent and uh, specific about a lot of things. There's a lot of... Uh, rules and stuff that don't necessarily aren't necessarily in like in Protestant religions. But then when I heard about Jehovah's Witness and all the I was like, you know, it's like whiskey versus beer or something. <laughs> so like right. I was I was raised with something less uh strict. And then like I say, my parents being open minded people and Ethan, I remember like you asking uh talking about questions that you had and like actually being able to present an argument. And I, I definitely got that uh, my, they're both in law. My parents were, they both went to law school. So like, I, I just learned how to argue mm. from listening to them, you know, and like very much about, about, uh, being particular about what exactly we're talking about. And I like use that in my podcast too. It's like when, when someone says they don't do something, I always like wonder like, well, what exactly is this behavior? Can we define this thing that you don't do? Yeah. And we learn things that way. So, um, 
Yeah. So I think I always, with them being open-minded and good at arguing, I think I learned that I could uh, dismantle a lot of this these rules pretty quickly. You sure. know what I mean? And biblical tales and things like that. And like, I don't... I, <laughs> I might see something like on the History Channel, like about Noah's Ark or something. I just roll my eyes like that's history. Like that could ever happen. I mean, there's just there's no way. <laughs> right. They're just so so the what somehow I somehow that kangaroo hopped seventy six thousand seventy six hundred miles <laughs> right. back to Australia. <laughs> right. Right. Afterwards. Right. So um. And anyway, like that kind of thing. <laughs> like I always had questions about it, you know, and uh. Some of it was explained to me like, well, this can be a metaphor, you know, or this could be, uh, so, so that, that, I think that kept me, uh, pursuing maybe the more spiritual side of it. Um, because there's definitely a part of it that is enriching and that I didn't want to let go. Mm -hmm. Um, and even, even my parents now, uh, like my mother's in her, She's she's like an older lady, and I, <laughs> I probably shouldn't say how old she is. <laughs> but uh, I won't tell her. She she um, switched churches. I don't know how much I should tell her story, but because she wanted to help people, and the and the church that she was in in the community that she lives in, there weren't really opportunities for that. Yeah. So she she went to somewhere else that maybe other Catholics wouldn't approve of her doing that, but. Um, uh, but for a good reason. Uh, yeah, and I admire her for yeah, that. Yeah, yeah, you know? that's awesome. Um, yeah, and I think my my folks were always into, like, the teachings and doing the good thing, um, more so than than uh, little details. Um, yeah. So um, I got to hand it to them, um, because as as I go out and see a lot of religious people, that seems to be kind of a rare thing. Like, um, and if someone wants to talk to me about... I, I try to relate to people rather than like espouse my own views, which I have come up with. You know what I mean? I have really gone out there and looked and synthesized some ideas about, <laughs> about what is this nature of the universe and like where I fit in and all of this stuff. I really have done that. Um, so you've taken the time <laughs> to examine what you were taught as a child mm-hmm, and able to mm-hmm. question that, break it down and go, yeah. Yeah, I like this. I don't like that. And like be able to pick and choose and sure. figure out what works for you and sure. what your belief system really is yeah. based on who you are, right. not what was dictated to you. Mm-hmm. And you and were allowed to do that too, right? I mean, like nobody. I've been really... allowed. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. You said rules, like you had rules to follow, or you could dismantle mm-hmm. rules. What what kind of rules do Catholics have, or did that branch of Catholicism? Well. I mean, the the way I was brought up was like, uh, so, you know, there's these, there's sins. There's two categories of sins. There's venial sins and mortal sins. Do you guys deal with this? Nope. Or, no. We I, don't have that distinction. So I, I'm aware. <laughs> yeah. You know, I was always aware of mortal and I could yeah. never remember until you just said it now what the other venial, but <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So the, the mortal sin uh, was the, the thing that like, if you did not confess to this and do penance, then you were going to hell. And Pardon me, I'm not a theologist, so if I get any of this wrong, this is just what I was taught and what I remember. So, uh, but um, and like some of those are like actually like if you don't obey, if you don't keep holy the Sabbath. So if I'm if I'm missing church, this could be a mortal sin for me. You know, that's the on on a level of like killing somebody. Yeah. Um, so I was like, that I thought was interesting. Yeah. Um, <laughs> and uh, yeah, you know, 
What are some examples of venial sins then? Um, like telling a lie. Okay. That's like, like yeah. trivial stuff. Like, yeah. Maybe the lies we tell every day, you know, like, yeah, yeah. Me uh, making look, jokes about Ethan's good. mom. No, <laughs> no, you did a really good job there. That was that was just fine. I think everyone was impressed with you. Something like that. Yeah, you know, yeah. Like, yeah, yeah. Fair enough. Speeding. Speeding. Yeah, sure. I wasn't speeding. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I get you. Yeah, or if I might hurt somebody's feelings or yeah. something like that. Or if I, I, I blame shit on Brandon every day. I lie well, to Pan and say Brandon did it. <laughs> yeah, that's venial, right? Sure. Yeah. Right. I mean, it's hard now because I don't. Someday I don't. Someday Pan kills Brandon. <laughs> like I don't believe in this stuff. So like. Right. right. Yeah, and the, and uh, I guess the Catholics have the sacraments. Yeah. Which is like a thing. Um, <laughs> yeah, but it, it, you know, it always seemed like a bit more realistic to me than some of the other stuff. Like that. I like be, like no one told me that I that I couldn't believe in evolution or that. Um, uh, that that the Earth was the center of the universe, or that the Earth was six thousand years old, or or some stuff like that. Um, honestly, if I had been told that, and they're like, "No, you must," I, I would have been gone much sooner. Yeah, mm-hmm. <laughs> but uh, I'm quite sure because I I couldn't have stuck around with something that's that fundamentalist, dogmatic, and and also. The way I was raised was not evangelical. It wasn't like you're trying to recruit people and bring sure. people into the fold. It was just, it was more that, uh, it was more by example. It was like, if you, if you do this, then um, people will want to be in your, in your church because of how you are, because they'll see you. Um, and that, that stuff, like, I still kind of think is pretty cool. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, yeah. Well, I think it's really cool. <laughs> One thing that yeah. kind of stands out to me is, you know, you talk about, you know, you were allowed to think for yourself yeah. and you're allowed to think critically. Yeah. And so there's certain things that uh, for us, you know, we were given those dogmatic mm-hmm. rules like you can't do this. And we were told, you know, yes, the earth is 6,000 years old and you have to believe that and all these mm-hmm. things. And I think it's partially because like our upbringing where we're not allowed to question things, it kind of makes those things seem realistic. It's like, oh yeah, I can't question that. So that has to be true. Whereas you're like, well, had it been presented to me in that way, you know, you, you'd have kind of butted heads with it, you know, at an earlier age. Whereas I believe so. it's almost more yeah. of a control mechanism on the other end of the spectrum. Yeah. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. yeah. I mean, I say that, but I don't know. I don't know how I would have acted, honestly, if, if <laughs> things were different. I mean, but... yeah, but it makes sense, you know, yeah. that you were allowed to question and, you yeah. know, kind of figure out your own way that mm-hmm. it kind of stands to reason that, yeah, it would be, yeah. You'd go, yeah, right. Yeah, yeah. Right. Yeah. And I was I was confirmed Catholic at like uh, 16 or something. And my confirmation sponsor was like my uh, childhood best friend who was a year older than me. And uh, that was um, – it wasn't – you know, I was I was maybe mentally out, like you would say at that point. Sure. But, but I was I, – I thought like – yeah, people will like this. Like my family will like this, That's smart. and it, and there <laughs> yep. really isn't an obligation for for me. There really, I was just like, I'll just do it, and and I'm going to go to college, and then I'm going to do whatever I want, you yeah, know, right. kind of thing. So, so growing up Catholic, confirmation is not an expectation per se. I mean, it it, it kind of was. Okay. It kind of was, but for not. Me. Ob- I guess shouldn't say like obligation. No, but it would have. I would have made some waves if I had said no. Okay, you know. 
Yeah, I would have to stand up and say no okay. and present some reasons. And uh, people in my family, I'm one of five kids, so some of them after me did. And so uh, I was I was kind of surprised. I thought <laughs> I thought maybe people would just be, you know, like me, I guess, just... Just go along with it. Yeah, yeah. Then some of your your younger siblings were like, no. I'm, yeah, yeah. Okay. Hmm. Interesting. Yeah, yeah I, I kind of wondered how that, you know, like what levels of it were like, not necessarily compulsory, but mm-hmm. expected like mm-hmm. that. So, okay, cool. And I generally try to like find common ground when I talk religion with people. Like, yeah. so, so if I'm talking to Christians, it's like I get the the thing that I really admire was like how Jesus taught people to act. Um, and I think honestly, if you try to do that, um, wow, what a challenge (laughs) (laughs) really for one thing. And like, um, yeah, I think think modern day Christians (laughs) would be like surprised at how Jesus really acted. Yeah. 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 Um, and so there is probably some debate about that, but I'd, I would rather maybe if someone was Christian, like I would rather maybe they wanted to talk about religion. I wouldn't want to. (laughs) <laughs> but if they wanted to, that's probably where I would go. Sure. And the thing that I could find common ground on. Gotcha. Yeah. Uh, I can't say that it's perfect, though. I, I mean. I, <laughs> no. I, I think someone could really get taken advantage of if that, was their, if that was their whole impetus in life and they didn't have – it seems like a real lack of street smarts. Um, yeah. Maybe if I was, if I had supernatural powers in the background, I could, I could just be a completely selfless giving person, but I don't like, I can get hurt. So I have to, um, I have to try some other things too. Right. Sure. Yeah. Okay. (laughs) Yeah. Makes sense. (laughs) So that, that might be one way in which I differ, but I guess, I guess I differ, uh, quite a great deal. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And so... So then can I ask like yeah, now, like your, so like, what do you believe now? Like, do you, yeah. do you believe in a God? Do you believe in a, how do you? Well, this is what we were you, talking about before. So yeah, I generally, when people ask me that, as I say, what do you mean? Yep. So what? Yeah. What, which one? <laughs> which one? Yeah. Sure. Which, which God are you how talking How do you define about? God? And how would I know? Right. Right. Yeah. And, yeah. I, and, and I think, and I think that's <laughs> yeah. kind of where even Ethan and I are. Like, yeah. I, I'm entirely open to evidence like if you give me evidence and you go right on you see right here mm-hmm. this is it, cool i'm mm-hmm. with you it, with the with a lack of evidence though the best i can say is well i don't know and i would hope mm-hmm. that god thinks i'm all right mm-hmm. <laughs> if there is one yeah. i mean i consider myself agnostic mm-hmm. atheist agnostic yeah, god, at, yeah. at least with sure. with a christian deity i don't mm-hmm. i believe in that as much as i believe in a right. hindu god or yeah. whatever i don't I, I just genuinely think we don't know I mean, mm-hmm. we don't even know we're the human race that well. We don't, mm-hmm. we don't right. know how long we've been around, so how could we know how we were created and stuff? I, but like you say, if for some reason tomorrow somebody that's resembling Jesus comes down and says, I'm Jesus, okay, yeah, all right, I yeah. believe in you. <laughs> yeah, if, if, I if get something it. That comes is evidence, out is of the sky, yeah. like if, if there is solid evidence, by mm-hmm. all means, I'll turn my life around. But mm-hmm. like... Or if an elephant with nine arms comes out of the sky, Fair, okay, yeah. Ganesh, yeah, right? right. <laughs> yeah, cool. Yep. It was Ganesh. It was that'd Zeus cool, the whole man. time. Oh. It was. I, if it was Ganesh, that'd be sweet. <laughs> that would be pretty cool. Yeah, I'd be all right with yeah, that. Yeah. I would, I <laughs> yeah. Uh, also, another thing I would do if that happened is I would question the origin of it 
And I would, I would still try to like explain it mm-hmm. and examine it. Yeah. And that's a, that's a scientific approach, you know? Mm-hmm. Uh, but of course I would accept that it happened. Yeah. yeah. And evidence is, is evidence. Yeah. Right. Well, and like you said, then you got to examine it too. And I would be curious about that God's behavior and mm-hmm. how things have come about and mm-hmm. why they have allowed things or not allowed things sure. or right. depending on, and again, we're kind me? of boiling it down to the, you know, the Judeo Christian deity, but like, that's how we were raised. But that's, that's the context, that, right. That's the context where yeah. we're, you know, that we find ourselves in. But even if I was in another culture, you know, if I was, you know, if I was Muslim, if I believed in that, you know, if I believed in Muhammad instead, like I mm-hmm. would still want to know, okay, where is the difference? Mm-hmm. Or, or, or what is the, I guess, what's your deal? What are you all about mm-hmm. is kind of the question I would have for a deity. Yeah. There's a lot of questions like that. I, I, uh, I listened to an interview with Larry King. He was, uh, Mark Marin was talking to him yeah. and, uh, it's one of my favorite podcasts. But, the uh, WTF podcast. WTF, yeah. 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 And, and, uh, is the first one that really hooked me. So, okay, cool. Yeah. <laughs> Just talking to comedians, I guess. But yeah. so he, so he talks to other people. He's talking to Larry King mm-hmm. and, uh, Larry King is, uh, says, he says he has no religion. So, I mean, he never said he was an atheist, but I think that's how he would describe himself. Um, in private, probably. That's what it sounded like. And yeah. he, he said, you know, he's he's uh, always talking about current events and things like that. And, and uh, you know, he, he would question, like, people would say, well, God doesn't do anything wrong. God, man does things wrong, you know. And he's like, yeah, you know, so you could understand about a war or something like that. But, like, what about a hurricane? Like, does, does God really, does he make that happen or does he not stop it? Like, or does is he unable to? Like yeah. there, it has to be one of those things if he's all good. Well, yeah. Or I mean, is I, that good? Or is a hurricane good? <laughs> right. It, like one of those things has to be true. It's just logic. Yeah. I had an example a few years back. A friend of mine was like, I truly believe who he's still a believer and whatever. We're still sure. great friends. Uh-huh. But he's like, I truly believe that Jehovah helped so-and-so get their new furnace and AC unit because they couldn't afford it. And I was like, oh, was he doing that while he was ignoring all the children dying of cancer? Sure. Yeah, and he had nothing to say. Because, yeah. I mean, it's a horrible thing. Yeah. But he's going to help you with your yeah. comfort level in yeah. your like, house. Yeah. Well, you, you, you take know, assertions yeah. like that, and it always... So God is supposed to be all-knowing, all-loving, and all-powerful. Mm-hmm. If he's all-knowing, that means he sees everything that's going on. Mm-hmm. If he's all-powerful, then he can do what he wants to stop it. And if he is all loving, then he should want to stop it. So at what point, like there's a contradiction there somewhere. Yeah. And like, where is it? Like, where's the one would think where, where did the ball get dropped? And the answer that I was given when I would ask this, you know, I went to Catholic school through sixth grade and you start to think of this stuff. Um, is that it's a mystery, you know? It's that yeah. God has a plan that we don't understand and, and God is wiser than us. And that uh, all of this is... And like, I mean, I think all that's inspirational and fine. But, and mystery is a very good way to describe our place in the universe, I would say. <laughs> <Yep>. <laughs> like, what the fuck is this? Yeah. How? Dude, I don't know, man. Like, <laughs> and that's, that's when you ask, it's like, it's not like I don't care, but there there's a dearth of evidence to like, tell me, give me any direction. Uh, or maybe there's a whole bunch of evidence. Maybe, th- maybe there's so much, but it's just, it's, um, 
it's all different religions, right? Like thousands of them. I mean, go through history, tens of thousands of religions. Yeah. Um, why would I say that the one that I, that happened to be in my house when I was yeah. born, why would that? <laughs> that you just happen to be lucky <laughs> enough to be born in the Midwest. Yeah. <laughs> the Bible Belt. Yeah, yeah. Because <laughs> um, if we were born in, if we were born in the Middle East, if yeah. we were born in Africa, we would believe differently. Yeah. If we were like, what's the most populous country? Is it China? Probably. China, I believe, yeah. has yeah. So yeah, I mean, if I was born in China, I would I would not be a Christian, most no. likely. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Exactly. Yeah. It's it's kind of luck of the draw as to wherever you are born mm-hmm. and whatever mm-hmm. you are to some yeah. to some extent, quote unquote, indoctrinated into. Sure, sure. And I mean, I I think I think it's worth everyone to examine what you were raised with and to question that and to say like there's a there's a comedian I think it was Doug Stanhope I, I like his yep. comedy a lot and he he said uh, he said if you if you had never heard of the Bible and you were just you you had to take a shit and it was on the toilet at, at like a golf course or something like, I don't know why he said that but <laughs> but so it's like if you if you just found that book like how long before you called bullshit if you had never heard of it and you were an adult. You know, yeah. oh, two um, sentences. He, <laughs> right. It depends. It depends where you opened it. But would it would that oh, occur yeah, to you that true. that was the truth? Yeah. You know, um, it's 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 funny when he says it. You know, and I think it's I think it's worth asking the question. And yeah. I think honestly, if if you have a sincere belief and faith, then that that question is not threatening to you. Right. So yeah, right. Yeah, and and we've talked about it even on our podcast, like mm-hmm. truth will hold up to scrutiny. And if what you believe is true, mm-hmm. it'll hold up. Mm-hmm. And realistically, like I, I've come to a point where I really don't even care if what you believe can be backed up as long as you're not harming another person and not pushing it on someone else. That sounds great. Belief is fantastic. <laughs> right. Like yeah. if you find peace in yeah. believing in a God and believing in this, that, and the other, yeah. awesome. I am so happy for you. Mm-hmm. I don't. Mm-hmm. I find peace not believing in God. Mm-hmm. To me, I look at it and I go, oh, I don't have to build up towards something that this person or this being mm-hmm. expects of me. Mm-hmm. I can make my own rules and I determine my own morality. And as long as I'm treating other people good, like, I feel like I'm all right. Mm-hmm. I, are you familiar with uh, Pascal's Wager? Yeah. yeah. So, like, I kind of use that as kind of like my matrix as to, like, belief or disbelief. And it kind of boils down to... If you believe and you're right, awesome. If you believe and you're wrong, uh, well, that <laughs> yeah. sucks. But if you don't believe and you're right, cool. And if yeah. you don't believe and you're wrong, I still got to hope that God's a decent person. Right. So, like, I, it kind of boils down to a... That you'll be forgiven yeah. for, for it's not It's really a zero-risk right. game. <laughs> yeah. You know, if you, if you look at it logically, <laughs> yeah, it's yeah. kind of a zero-risk yeah, yeah. game there. You know, I... One thing that I liked somebody um, explaining it, the difference between like belief and science. Mm-hmm. If you take every science textbook right now mm-hmm. and you destroyed every piece of scientific evidence and data that we have. Yeah. And at the same time, you destroy every Bible, every holy book, every Quran, mm-hmm. Torah, Bhagavad Vita, whatever you just, yeah. you, you get rid of all of them mm-hmm. in a thousand years. Yeah we're going to discover the same science. You would think. But these holy books yeah. are going to be different. 
I would love to run that experiment because I think it would right. turn out that way, but I don't know. Right. I mean, I have to believe <laughs> but, that that's yeah. the way it would go because we back these other things with evidence <laughs> and we would understand that science. Yeah. Because yeah. it just is what it is. And we've discovered yeah. that that's the building blocks of this yeah. universe, so to speak. But somebody else is going to come up with a different idea. Yeah. And this time it was a giant. I don't know. It wasn't a massive <laughs> sea turtle holding, or it wasn't yeah. elephants standing on sea turtles or whatever yeah. the hell I'm trying to. <laughs> yeah, yeah, We're yeah. mixing those up, but you yeah, know yeah. what I mean. No, like, it's it's elephants some... on sea turtle. Elephant on a sea turtle. <laughs> yeah, yeah. 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 But um, I had a question about confessions. Yeah. Because okay. like, I've never really talked to anybody sure, sure. about that. Yeah. I just know that Catholics did it. But right, right. Now that we've talked about kind of our our elders' meetings <laughs> and everything. Yeah. Um, we did have that discussion. <laughs> right. Yeah, yeah. You know a little more about that. Was Absolutely. confession as invasive or is it really just like you just go in and you talk and that guy on the other side listens uh in my experience it was it was not that invasive no okay i could say whatever i wanted to and that guy listened and uh i didn't have to show my face either you can go like you've maybe seen it through the rectory yeah yeah, there's a there's a screen is that the rectory is that what that's called the the rectory oh the confessional yeah confessional the rectory was where the priests lived um so yeah, but there was a screen, so you know that sound could pass through, but they couldn't see. So like, sure. it could be something as simple as a, as a curtain. So, but you could also sit in front of the priest if you wanted to. So and like confess your sins eye to eye. Yeah, yeah. Huh. And there's a prayer you had to say afterwards uh, that basically said that uh, you were you were sorry completely, and that you would you would try your best to never do that again. And then the priest gave you something else to do to make up for it, to do the penance. So that would be prayers um, or... Uh, say, say 10 Hail Marys it, kind of deal. Yeah, right. or it could be an act of service or it could okay. be something where you were actually um, making like restitution with the person that you hurt. Okay. Um, like telling them you were sorry or doing something for them. Um, but more often I found it was just prayers. At like say ten Hail Marys or whatever, but I'll tell you like it. I confess to you that when I would leave the confessional, I felt really good. So, yeah, like, like you say, sense. if something if Absolutely. it works for somebody, yeah, they should do that by um, all means. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, there's there's like maybe like an ignorance is bliss or something. There, sure. I'm not gonna say that. I wouldn't want anybody to be like me. I don't. I don't think it's necessarily like the happiest thing. The happiest thing would be to not question anything and for everything to work out for you, just, <laughs> just great, and to not to not have to go through all this, uh, all, this this questioning and and trying to solve this puzzle that has no answer. So, um, I I think psychologically. I think our minds demand an explanation. At least mine seems to be that way. It wants to know why what I'm doing here. It wants to have a purpose. Um, yeah, and I get how, that, yeah. can I can mm-hmm. I be here and not give it one? You, like, can I? Yeah. I don't. <laughs> it's a little depressing because that's kind of where I'm at. I mean, it's like I I I just I'm accepting the fact that I don't know. Mm-hmm. I don't know anymore, and that's okay. But it does mm-hmm. feel a little overwhelming at times, you know, sure. to not to, to sometimes we want to have don't have an answer, yeah. right? Right. Sometimes you know? we just want someone to be like, "Look, dumbass, here's what you do. <laughs> right? <laughs> yeah. Here's why you're here. Right. You do have purpose. 
But yeah. in my head, it's kind of more just like, I think we're just here by chance. Well, yeah, <laughs> yeah, absolutely. But yeah. I don't know. That's, yeah. what, that's how I feel. I, uh-huh. I, I even posted something about it on uh, Facebook maybe a week or so ago. It was a quote from Christopher Hitchens. Mm-hmm. And he made the comment that, uh, it's it's kind of long, so I'll paraphrase it, but essentially that whatever this, if there is a plan, it doesn't care about us from my perspective. I can't imagine that the universe cares mm-hmm. or would care if I was mm-hmm. gone tomorrow. Sure. On the grand scale of sure. things. You know, I've got friends and people that would be sad, mm-hmm. but in the grand scheme of things, like what what do we amount to? Mm-hmm. And again, the ultimate answer is I, I don't know. I don't think there's a purpose. I don't think there's a yeah. plan. But again, I'm open to the evidence. If you can provide it to me, cool. Well, if I wanted to argue with that, which I really don't, but if I want, <laughs> hey man, I'm down. If, Go for it. <laughs> if I wanted to, yeah. this is what I like to do. So, yeah, absolutely. <laughs> uh, if I wanted to argue with that, I would say um, one thing that's that's remarkable to me is that we haven't found anything like this in anywhere else in the universe. We're looking. You know, and we may find something like that. And maybe people think aliens have visited us and stuff like, but I mean, as far as hard, I haven't seen any hard evidence that, that would support that, that like there's any other, anything out there like with an IQ. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. It's like, it's yeah. us. Is there intelligent life somewhere else yeah. from, yeah, for all intents and purposes? They Maybe. can make the argument if there is intelligent life and they know about us, they're probably staying the fuck away. <laughs> right. <laughs> yeah. This is why the aliens won't visit. Yeah. This is why we can't have nice things. Yeah. Right. I don't blame <laughs> them. Like they came by one day, they were like, mm, fuck it, gone. Yeah. And they turned around with back. Yeah. But yeah. Uh, so, so, I mean, maybe that would be my best case to support yeah. why we're special. But I, I don't know. Well, so yeah. like, yeah, I was saying that it can get overwhelming or whatever, knowing you don't have an answer. But mm. then you find a little happiness and like, oh, uh, the wedding song we picked, yeah. um, Neutral Milk Hotel, yeah. uh, Airplane Over the Sea, there's that one line where it's like, how, you know, how strange it is to be anything at all. Yeah. And just accepting the fact that you don't know and you're alive now. Or I heard a Todd Snyder yeah. song the other day that I've never heard before. And it's just a song about how, I can't remember all the lyrics. I only heard it once. But. It's a song about how I, all these things had to fall in line for billions of years for you to exist now. Mm-hmm. And it it may not mean anything, but you are here. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so make the best of it. I love Todd Snyder. I'm going to find that one. It doesn't yeah. sound familiar. There's, there's even more it, than that, I think. Like, uh, okay, so if you, wanted to, if you wanted to keep going with that... So there's there's all the sperm that you could have come from because there's a, a load of I don't know some millions, right? Uh, and but then there's you know and then there's obviously like everything this the all this stuff in the universe coming together to make this planet and all this. But even after you were born, everything that's happened to you up till now makes you you. Mm-hmm. Like if I if if someone if I were there were to be a copy of me all of a sudden that had me and all my memories and all my everything, and that guy went outside. And went for a walk around the block, and we stayed here talking. When he came back, we'd be a little bit different, mm-hmm. you know. Like everything that happens to me makes me me. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> well, the odds are—it's impossible that I'm here if you look at it just from like a probability standpoint. Right. Um, and yeah, here like, we are. Yeah, like yeah. where is that? Di- <laughs> like what is that divergent yeah. point? Like, and wonder. Cool. I think you're talking about wonder, maybe like it, how strange it is to be anything at all. And yeah. Like, um, yeah, and if the answers are there for you, you don't really have that wonder. 
Right. True. And Wonder's amazing. It feels great. <laughs> and and scary. I and, love being like, surprised. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, why we I mean, Wonderlust is why we've progressed so far as a species. I mean, yeah. What's over the next ridge? Hey, let's go sail across that <laughs> giant body of water. Yeah. And wonder what's over there. Yeah. <laughs> Just things like that. I mean. Yeah. Well, and and for me, it's even. Again, if I if I don't attribute it to a a creator per se, and I, I wake up and I'm watching a beautiful sunset over this lake, and it's just mm-hmm. gorgeous. And I'm like, mm-hmm. God, this is so fucking pretty, and I love it, and. I sit there and like, I feel good, like Mm -hmm. inside, like, you know what? You just have like that kind of, that feeling of awe. And like you said, of wonder. And to me, I go, how cool is it that by chance, these particles in the atmosphere are in this position right now. And this light is breaking through. And like this lake is just glassy calm. Like it just, to me, like it, it actually does more for me seeing like beautiful things in nature and stuff mm-hmm. like that. Now, mm-hmm. now, like I appreciate it so much more as opposed to being like, Oh, I, you know, I love that sunset that, you know, Jehovah gave me. And I don't believe he did. Maybe he did. Maybe he didn't. I yeah. don't think so. Yeah. But for me, the, the chance of it and the unlikelihood that that was going to happen, the, you know, the probability of being so low really gives me that sense of wonder, I guess. Yeah. Yeah, I'm with you. I mean, there's other things too, like relationships with people. Yeah. It means so much to me, you know. Yeah. Um and uh I'm I'm so grateful for that, you know. Mm-hmm. Um so there's like there's a lot of gratitude honestly just for like um gratitude, wonder, like all those things are they're kind of religious experiences. Um whether yeah. you're religious or not. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Spiritual ex- yeah. 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 Yeah, I, but, but, uh, there, there's so much, this is, this is something is like, there really is so much that's unexplained. I really don't think we're that smart. (laughs) We're smart by our standards. I don't rush, I don't rush in to try to explain them. I try not to. Mm -hmm. I, I, I like resist the urge to try to come up with an explanation for something. Cause that's just me, I guess. Like I'm cursed to like try, try to live an accurate existence where I like, I guess maybe that's, if we're getting at what my religion is, it's trying to see things how they are. Right. I, I don't, and I don't know what that is. Yeah. So that's, that's where I'm going. And, uh, I'm not saying it's not your religion if you're listening to this <laughs> and it, it, it's probably frustrating to someone who is religious because I'm not saying it is your religion either. Um, yeah. I'm saying if you think it's your religion, come down and tell me why it is. You know, that's it. If you care, I, I think, I mean, I've developed a set of things that I, um, that seem true to me based on that, trying to live an accurate existence. And I think they're horseshit. I mean, I really do when it comes down to it. Like, like I would assert that death is permanent. I would assert that I'm a nervous system that, that it stops working at some point and it switches off mm-hmm. and there yeah. isn't anything immortal about me. That's what I would I'm assert. with you. Um, that's that's how I feel. <laughs> okay, yeah, that's the same. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah. I, I look at it as what was life like before I yeah. got here. I don't fucking know. Yeah. And you know what I think it's going to be like after? The same. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. I have a feeling it's going to go and yeah. something's going to shut yeah. off, 
and then right. I'm going to turn into worm food. I love thinking about the fact that, I mean, we're not completely just us either. I mean, yeah, we're a nervous system. That's what's kind of controlling mm-hmm. everything. But uh, I forget who it, what his name was, but he was talking yeah. about um, like your gut biome. If sure. you were just all of a sudden, you're like, man, I really want an eclair. And you get in the car and you <laughs> go buy an eclair, you eat it, and you're like, that was good, you know. Mm-hmm. But then what if you're told that there is a bacteria that can reside in your stomach, in your gut biome, that craves the chemical makeup of an eclair? Who really went and got the eclair? <laughs> you know? Yeah. yeah. I mean, there's things. You're sure. not even in complete control of your own body. You have mites that have sex on your face while you sleep. That's true. You I can't get away from that. Oh, yeah. That's just the, yeah. we are vessels. Happy to accommodate <laughs> mites. Right, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean, it's. Well, you need to breathe air, and yeah. you need to you need eat to, something, yeah. and you need you need water. You need right. to think. You need to think something. It it doesn't. You don't go long without thinking of some shit. Mm-hmm. Like there needs to be activity. Yeah. And, yeah. and it's like that isn't uh, that isn't just a static you, and that isn't that isn't a self contained you either. Mm-hmm. If I'm breathing, I'm sh- I'm sharing all this. All there's all these chemicals coming in and out of me all the mm-hmm. time. So. And living yeah, yeah, at what point does it stop and... becoming part of me or like it, sure yeah well, mm-hmm. and one thing that i think was interesting too is you know you mentioned excuse me that you know i don't think we're that smart like we're not that intelligent yeah and yeah i look at things like uh you know things like psychedelics you know mushrooms mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and lsd things that are if you look at brain scans mm-hmm. you know given a placebo versus given psilocybin mushrooms. Mm-hmm. And I don't know if you've ever like looked at the brain scans and the neural connections that are made before and after that. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah, we don't know shit, <laughs> but you know, these things unlock the potential like in your brain and in your mind. And now all of a sudden, like it's just, you know, how can a little mushroom yeah. have that much impact on us? And that much enhancement and being able to really unlock that. Well, it's a chemical thing, presumably, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's like maybe a chemical way to augment your brain. Right. And its function. Mm-hmm. I mean, we do stuff like that. Like, yeah. Like, oh, yeah. I drink coffee and it helps me focus. Right. Yeah. <laughs> right. yeah. I mean, yeah. people, people augment their brain with, with drugs. Mm-hmm. Yeah. We tend to think more brain activity is good and that kind of thing too. And like, no, oh, only for like two hours. That's true. <laughs> and then I'm done. Right. Yeah. I don't want to. I don't want to. You could anymore. probably get too much brain activity. Yeah, you can. Yeah, 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 for sure. Yeah. But yeah. Well, I mean, and one thing that I like of it, and and maybe we could touch on it just briefly. Sure. Um, you know, I like it for like the the therapeutic aspect of it, and you know, helping with the mental health side of it. And so, mm-hmm. I, I wanted to ask you just a couple of questions about sure. that, or a little bit because. You yeah. have a background in mental health yeah, as I get, well, I correct? Yeah, I got my master's in yeah. counseling. It's up on the wall there. Yeah, so. master's of science in applied psychology, concentration yeah. in mental health counseling. Yeah, I, I yeah. have two weeks left, and I finished my my master's in clinical mental health counseling. Awesome. So, well, I got two weeks of coursework. Okay. And then I've got residency and internship bullshit, yeah. but that's <laughs> is another it, story. Is it bullshit? Well, not really. <laughs> <laughs> Fair enough. Okay, okay. I have that. Oh, jeez. I have those formalities that I still yeah, have to go through. Okay. It's not, I've, I've already been working in the field and I'm working with the employer that I'm going to be doing my residency and internship with. So it's yeah. like, so now it it's seems just redundant. Yeah. Now it's like, or... let's flip this switch so that we can start counting those hours that yeah. you're spending and report them back to your school. Okay, great. I get that. But, yeah. I get why you say it's bullshit. Now. Right. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. yeah. In practice. No, like some of the best experiences that I've had have been in my, my 
my pre-residency mm-hmm. field experiences and things like that have been amazing. Like it, it is great experience. Mm-hmm. So yeah, it's more the red tape that I consider bullshit. Yeah, yeah. I guess I should but say. But yeah, that is that is my background. <laughs> yeah. So I don't I don't know if there's uh, Did you have any questions about that or well, like So how did you get into that? Uh well, you know, I I always wanted to be or a, when too, I guess. Yeah. I mean, I always wanted to be an entertainer and I've always been one and I uh I didn't I, I was I was taught it wasn't practical to do. So, and that it, I couldn't really make a living doing it. Sure. So I and I was always smart and I I was able to be good in school if I wanted to. So like It's kind of how I was. Yeah. So I if was If I wanted to. Yeah, yeah. I mean, and I was. So like <laughs> Whatever, uh, guys. in some sense it was a ticket out of my hometown, sure. like going to college. So All right. Fair. Um that might have been part of it, but it was just it was just really part of my identity at that point that I couldn't see beyond that I had an intellectual side and that college is what you do next. Okay. So that uh I didn't know what I wanted to study. I didn't, you know, and I took generals and I dropped out several times and it, it took me like seven years to get my four-year degree. And ultimately, ultimately I chose what I was interested in studying, which was psychology. Yeah. So, and that, and, and I also took anthropology, sociology, and, uh, um, I wanted to know about what, what were like people. Yeah. I never felt like a normal person, like, like I fit in with everybody. So, um, I, I felt like I kind of needed it as a handbook for living with, all you motherfuckers. <laughs> like, do you know what I'm saying? Right, like, yeah. So, yeah. so, I mean, it worked. It was expensive, but it worked. Yeah. And then, like, the self-help piece brought brought me to counseling. And mm-hmm. uh, I always have liked having one-on-one conversations with people. And I thought, well, if I could get paid to do that, that would be great, you know? And I, and I, I went to therapy uh, when I was a teenager and probably just because I was weird and, and my... Yeah, my parents sent me to a counselor. Yeah. It was nothing serious, but I did get in some trouble and stuff. So I can see why they would do that. Sure. And uh, um, I don't think it was necessarily that good for me. Uh, it wasn't bad. It definitely wasn't bad, but I don't think it like it was just more of a. Eh. Didn't really. Yeah, do yeah. I just yeah. walked in. Guys, like, yeah, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Well, so how old were you? <laughs> yeah, uh, fourteen. Yeah, thirteen, fourteen. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, you wouldn't have done nothing for me at fourteen. Years. Yeah, it was yeah. fine. It was fine, and uh, I was. It, but it seemed like something I could do. Like, yeah, and I, you know, I had some experience with it. Like, I got an IQ test when I was a kid because like, oh, this kid's smart and stuff like that. So, I had some experience being in that office and stuff, and like in that world. Sure. And I thought I could do that. Mm-hmm. You know. Yeah. So. So how long did you do that for? Uh not very long. Like part of my part of my therapy. Um, learning to do therapy was getting therapy at, mm-hmm. at the school I went to, Southern Oregon University. So they're like, you know, you need to go to 10 sessions of individual therapy um, to do self-exploration. So that's what I did. I mean, I, I wasn't diagnosed with anything. So it was really just me talking about myself. And, you know, but but I learned a lot of things about myself that um, that hel- it helped me to be better. Um, so a lot of it was that I was, I was very self-critical and that I was, um, didn't necessarily believe in myself. And so I came to discover that I was just doing my plan B, like therapy was my plan B. And that what I really wanted to do was what I was doing when I wasn't in school, which is going out and playing bars and like entertaining people. Right. So, um, so 
though after I realized that there was really no talking me out of it, it was just a thing that I was compelled to do. And that's what I was going to do. You know, Mm -hmm. um, at least I was going to give it a shot. So I did. And I sort of like, I sort of had a day job doing therapy for a bit, um, off and on to, to answer your question for like maybe three years or something. I was kind of doing both. And then, um, my hobby just started paying the bills and I was like, Oh, I'm going to do that. Yeah. Yeah. Cool. Yeah. Yeah. So there, God, there was one piece I was trying to remember that Mm -hmm. that I wanted to come back Mm -hmm. to. Um, I definitely mm-hmm. learned that we don't know that much. Getting like getting my master's, I thought I would have a lot more concrete information. Yeah, that's <laughs> psychology that is very too. nebulous. Oh, isn't absolutely. It? Yeah, yeah. I, I, yeah. There's definitely. It, well, and I guess I, remembering what I was going to bring, it kind of ties back okay. to that as well. The the cost aspect of it, and it being very expensive. Mm-hmm. Um, do you feel? Do you feel that that was money wasted? I mean, I couldn't because of cognitive dissonance. I have to believe in it. <laughs> that much of an investment in the thing. Sure. I, I have to think it did some good. Yeah. I mean, it was like, like I said, like I needed something to yeah. function. In. <laughs> it's so weird to describe because like, I yeah. don't, I don't know how it, how it would have been if I mm-hmm. hadn't learned mental health, but I know that I used it to work on myself. That's kind of my take. Yeah. Yeah. And I was always like, even as just like a memory device, everything I learned, I would weigh against my own experience. Mm -hmm. So if I'm learning abnormal psychology, I'm like, Oh, I can relate to having mood swings. You know, Mm -hmm. I can relate to like, um, being delusional. Like I can, I can relate to these things. Mm -hmm. It isn't, they, they don't cause a problem for me. So like it, I like, I learned that the DSM, the the handbook by which we diagnose people with mental disorders right. is the it's the diagnostic and statistical manual of mental disorders and it's really statistics that determine whether or not you're mentally ill it's like do you have do you have like more than two standard deviations from the mean of this symptom mm-hmm. or something like that i don't know all the details <laughs> right. but it's kind of yeah. like that right so like yeah. uh, and that isn't Dude, that isn't super solid, is it? Like, so so it's like if Someone's I have a depressed yeah. mood four days out of the week instead of five, then I don't have major depression yeah. or something like that. It's right. like, okay, like, <laughs> right. So if it drops to four, then I'm cool. <laughs> right. Okay, great. Oh, and I'm it's fine like, now. Cool. and yeah. it's like, oh, I mean, and then there's other definitions like, well, if you can function, then you don't really need, you know, like, then you're not really mentally ill in some way. So like, but what about the functionality of, of our society? Like, it depends what you're being asked to do, whether or not you can function. Right. Um, if I, if I had a life of extreme privilege, I'd be asked to do very little. I could get away with a lot of things that would be mentally ill if I actually had to take care of myself. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I, this is where I get to where like, this is, this is not really solid. And, and biologically I can't point to, like, can't look at someone's brain and say, Oh, that person's a schizophrenic. Right. Or that it's like, um, gee, I kind of thought there'd be more answers when I started. Like yeah. <laughs> I really did. Yeah. I, I, I was, I've been consistently surprised over the last couple of years of, of the grad program that I've been going through to where it's all great information. Like, mm-hmm. don't get me wrong. Like, and I love, you know, I love learning theory and different intervention and ways of working with people. But again, yeah, there's so much of it that is not concrete 
but at the same time, I, I take a step back from it kind of like you. And I go, if I, if I didn't do this again, if I stopped tomorrow, if I stopped working in mental health, I don't mm-hmm. feel like it would be a waste of money. Right. Um, I realized I probably be- didn't answer your question, but oh, no, I you did. No, to- no, that was good. No, I loved <laughs> okay. it. Yeah, that was awesome. Okay. Um, but I'm kind of like in that same boat where I, I don't think I would consider it a waste of money. I might look back at it and go, oh, man, I'd like to get some of my money back mm-hmm. out of <laughs> this. But it looks at like the same I'm time, going go, to. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, uh-huh, it, yeah. With, with with our current administration, right? it looks yeah. like I mean, I'm getting 20,000 back, back yeah. so I'm happy about that. All right. I'm Me too. Yeah. I mean, I'll, I'll believe it when I when I get it. When it arrives. I'm supposed to get 20 back. Yeah, yeah. But yeah, I, I, I could, I think I could stop doing mental health and not feel like it was a complete waste of money. Yeah. I would still like, I'm not stopping. I'm continuing in mental uh-huh. health. Like uh-huh. that's the path that I'm continuing in. Yeah. But yeah, I, I don't feel like it was, you know, ill spent. Yeah. Mm-hmm. My favorite was social psychology. I didn't, you know, I, that's not what I pursued in my master's. Um, and s- sort of, it was like, well, if you're gonna if you're gonna do social psych, you probably want to get a PhD. Was what my advisor told me, and I was like, "Do I really want to do that much school?" Mm-hmm. So and and go into that much debt and stuff like that. So, but I still read social psychology books for fun, you know. Yeah. And I feel like that 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 and and aspects of of counseling too, for sure. Like it's helped me in in my relationships with people. That was helps, I was going to mention that too. Yeah. Like our other relationships, of like course, yeah. yeah, and it helps me with my, with my career too like like i know just like i just kind of want to make people happy you know it's it's real quick and dirty way of saying what an entertainer does so it's like sure i just go and i you know i can tell i can tell when people are happy like i've i have some experience with that mm-hmm. um yeah i'm not perfect at it but i'm not a you know the best judge but i'm a better judge than i was right mm-hmm. so um yeah and yeah. being able to take that step back yeah. and see things from a a clinical mm-hmm. perspective. And mm-hmm. like, I mean, obviously if we can't you talk about the DSM, like you can't diagnose somebody that you're in a relationship or that you have right. like a close connection with, right. but it doesn't mean that you don't still recognize those symptoms. 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 I'm not even, sure. I'm not Simpsons? even <laughs> Marge Simpsons. I'm not even drinking. Like, Maybe, I don't even, <laughs> Maybe that's the problem. <laughs> right. I think this is the first one we've probably ever done completely sober. But yeah, a little, little yes. residual, <laughs> yeah. but no, I mean, being able to still recognize that. And yeah. I think that's something that, well, I mean, not, not something that I think. It's something that mm-hmm. I know will never go away. Mm-hmm. Like, I'll always be able to pick up on things. And like you said, you can, even as an entertainer, mm-hmm. if you're in the middle of a gig, like, you can pick up on the vibe of the crowd. You can pick up on yeah. how things are going. Yeah. So, yeah, I think, like, in relationships and things, it can definitely be good and bad mm-hmm. being able to identify and recognize those things. Yeah. You guys feel like diagnosing me? Let's do it. Right Let's now? go. Hmm. <laughs> Oh, am no, I? I, I already don't. know. Oh, damn I? <laughs> you guys know each other pretty well, I think. Yeah, I would, I would defer to Tyler on this one. Major depressive disorder. Oh, yeah. Moderate, recurrent. Moderate, recurrent, major yeah. depressive disorder. Yeah. Damn, that's a mouthful. I mean, I can't sign off on that, but if I was if I was to go through the DSM, that's that's probably where I would put you. Right on. Yeah. I feel like if you, I feel like everybody has something. Yeah. If you previously, I probably would have also like lean toward like generalized anxiety as well, like a double diagnosis. But I, I don't know that you're an anxious person anymore. No, not really. I was kind of bummed about it actually the other day. Cause but you're not anxious. 
Right, yeah, because <laughs> this guy put out some new merch uh, that's really funny. It's a T-shirt that says, ask me about my social anxiety. <laughs> <laughs> that's beautiful. Like, I don't have it anymore. <laughs> Squeezy ask. Jibs is his name. Look Squeezy him up. Jibs? Hilarious. Yeah. All right. Yeah. No, I can't sign off on it, but you know, maybe some major depressive. <laughs> yeah, that makes know. sense. It's all right. It gets Given me thinking about... I was diagnosed with generalized anxiety and major depressive disorder, severe recurrent, earlier this year. Yeah. They kind of have to diagnose you to, to so you can keep going to therapy mm-hmm. so that the insurance will pay for it. Yeah. It's and that that was what I was thinking of just now too is like, you know, I did have this idealistic view that like and maybe still do, that like we can use this knowledge to to become like the happiest, best person we can be, not just to get us out of a slump. That's a, it's a really negative way to look at it. Like it, what's wrong with me? Well, if nothing's wrong with you then then what is this is this information useless no it's good information mm-hmm. and and that's kind of was, was the approach i took when i was getting therapy i guess was like um i want to get better i'm fine but i would like to be even better than this mm-hmm. like uh why not i don't think he lives very far away from me too no from what i understand it like it's in the neighborhood i'll just go in there and get my hair cut sometime <laughs> yeah right <laughs> i did once yeah. Yep. Actually, uh, cut my hair. I don't know if you remember him or not. Well, that name sounds really he familiar. Works, he works there at the... <clears throat> Wait, are we recording? You mean Schmalix It's, it's recording. Schmalix Schmonica. Schmashki. Yeah. I forget this is in my podcast. It's yours. So yeah, we're rolling again. Yeah. Oh, yeah, all right. cool, like, cool, cool. And we're back. You guys don't really edit stuff much. You you beep uh, things out, I notice, and like names. If we actually yeah. accidentally yeah. drop names. Yeah. Yeah. We'll edit that out. But other than that, I mean it's just it's just us. Whatever. Unless we take a pee break or something. Uh, even sometimes those sometimes we, we keep rolling. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I've noticed that. I've noticed that. <laughs> I really like it because um it's like sometimes the stuff gets really, it's it's really heavy stuff. Sometimes emotionally, like even listening to it, and like to have the space is nice, and to have it be casual is nice. If it were all like, if you just got to that right away and it was really tight and and uh, direct about it, that might be like a lot to take on. Yeah. That's so it it much. makes it digestible. Well, like even yeah. as we like kind of try to keep it lighthearted, even when we're talking about. Yeah. I mean, if people look closely or listen closely, I've like, I've teared up. I've gotten like Mm -hmm. emotional, like in spots where like, it's like, Mm -hmm. oh yeah. But you know, we held it together. Yeah. I never tear up. My third episode is going out tomorrow (laughs) and that has some actual like serious um, content in it. The first two are pretty light. So yeah. Yeah. The third one's about not using social media and it's, um, yeah. I mean, a, a lot of it is, it's it's from a teacher, and she's talking about people who, um, like, there's been threats to shoot up her school on social media uh-huh. and stuff like that. So, like, it isn't just like, oh, somebody's taking a meaningless picture of their omelet or something. Like, right. it's real, you know? And I, yeah, and a student was sexually harassing her over social media and whatnot. Uh, you know, she's not on it, but the student's, like, taking inappropriate photographs of her and stuff. Jesus. Jeez. Yeah, yeah. Wow. So, yeah, shit's wild. It, I would not it, like to be a teacher. Yeah. They deserve more money. Yeah. For yeah, sure. for By sure. Far. Yeah, yeah. I've, I mean, I only heard this from one guy. When I took that, uh, 
when I was taking that flint napping class a few yeah. weeks ago. It was just me and one other dude that he goes to the makerspace all the time. So yeah. like he has a membership and everything, but he's a college professor. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think he was calculus or something like that. It's big into math. He said it has been getting progressively worse, but this year his students are the worst. In like, college? Yeah. yeah. It, they don't pay attention. Yeah. They're rude. They don't care. Like it, it's the worst group of people he said he's ever had to teach. Ah. I don't know. I I wonder why. <laughs> you yeah. know, I mean it's a weird world we live in. Yeah. It is it might be yeah, I don't I can't guess. You right. Know? That's hard to even it's speculate the on. Post pandemic thing, but like you know, uh one thing that like I was gonna say about post pandemic, um I f- yeah, I kinda forgot where I was going. Sorry. <laughs> It'll come back to my my brain isn't really catching up. Though. Fair enough. Yeah, yeah. So I mean, and we've talked about you know kind of yeah. growing up and kind of that background. We've talked about uh-huh. the, the mental health side of things and yeah, the yeah. education side of things. And so, what's what's life like now? What what does you know quote unquote paradise look like for you? Yeah. You know, if do you think you've found paradise for yourself? Yeah, I mean, I guess it, you just it's it's life is amazing and wondrous and you make the best out of it. But yeah, I mean, uh, paradise seems like an exaggeration. No, <laughs> no, I'm going to say no. Yeah. I mean, short answer. No, it doesn't exist. It's not, there's, I'm not going to delude myself. I'm, like I said, I'm seeking a, an, an existence where I view things accurately. Through right? authenticity. And, yeah, yeah. Paradise is in little, little pieces here and there. <laughs> like, yeah. yeah. And, and I, um, grow, you know, I, I can, one thing I'll say, one thing I'll say, I look at silver linings a lot. Yeah. I look at the best part of everything that happens to me and I focus on that and I take that. Mm-hmm. And like I was talking about gratitude before, it's like, I'm not thanking anyone, um, but I, I do feel good about it and I'm glad. And and if I, I remind people that they're special to me and I like, and I say, oh man, this is great. Like, I just say that to myself whenever I can. You know, mm-hmm. and if I'm feeling bad, I think about like, well, this is a this is there's another side to this that's better. You know. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Well, there's that other song too, where they talk about I want to feel love and pain, pride mm-hmm. and shame, like all the emotions. I want to feel everything because I mean, if it was all just all just great mm-hmm. all the time, I mean, you mm-hmm. take everything for granted. You have to have the some of the silver lining, I guess. You know, yeah. you have to go through bad stuff and look. Get out of it. It makes yeah. you a stronger person. It makes it's, you appreciate the positive things yeah. more, you know. It's good that they want that because you can't avoid it. It's going to happen to you, you know. Right, right. If you were born, you will be in pain at some point. And like, yeah. 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 No older Existence I get. Existence is pain. <laughs> <laughs> yes. It is. Anyone Thank who you, says Mr. differently Meeseeks. is, uh, yeah. yeah. Yep. Yeah. yeah. I, and yeah, we're I mean, not used to existing for this long, Jay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. We're not supposed to. <laughs> Starting to get weird. Right. Well, you gotta blame him. He wrote me into this. <laughs> he wrote me into this. <laughs> <laughs> it is a metaphor for just being human, oh, too. Yeah. Like, right. On a very short, limited scale, or me seeks in some way. I'm going to have to go out and watch that episode. I haven't seen that in so long. Uh, yeah, uh, I just watched it the other night. <laughs> yeah, one of these days I, your me seek sign outside of your place is going to disappear. It's going to be in front of my I place. Know. We got to repaint that thing. I know it's a great show. Yeah, Mike and Morty. Even. 
I was telling him, I think I, I, I haven't finished season five, and they're getting ready to... Oh. I don't know if they started season six or they're about to start season six. I think it's coming out. It. So I'm like, ooh, I better... I gotta there is get a season up. in progress right now. Yeah, yeah. I think, it's, yeah, I think season six. six just started a couple weeks ago. Yeah. Yeah, so yeah. I got to binge season five, get caught up, and... Uh, it was a weird one. That's what I heard. Season five was odd. There's this yeah. whole episode about dragons. That... Oh, yeah. The dragon one wasn't my favorite. I really liked the, so the story train one because it was so meta. Yeah, oh, yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah, but there was there was a lot of good episodes in it. The the new ones are good too. Yeah, there's yeah one of them I didn't care for out of four or something. So like that's pretty good. Mm-hmm. Right. <laughs> yeah. Then uh, it's just because it's not for me. It doesn't mean it. Right. It just it didn't seem real. Rick It'll and resonate Morty with to somebody me. else. Yeah. Every once in a while, they have some stuff that doesn't seem real Rick and Morty to me, and it seems more like South Park or something. And I'm like, nah, just, nah I don't need that. Yeah. That's not that's not my thing. Fair so enough. So, like, yeah, yeah. It's fine. I get it and shit, but it's not. That's not why I watch that show. Yeah. So, like, yeah. Speaking of South Park, did you watch yeah. that? Uh, I don't watch it. Don't no, or oh. the uh, 25th anniversary thing they concert did at Red, at Red Rocks. Rocks. The concert. I didn't watch I yeah. want to see it. That I haven't seen it so yet. That was so good. Yeah. Primus is up there yeah. playing with Ween. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, that's, that's awesome. It's so cool. They play the original South Park song that they sent to Trey oh, and yeah. Matt. Oh, yeah. They did that nice. theme, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah I really, still need to watch that. It's, oh, I, I laughed the yeah, whole time. Yeah, and it's time. just on YouTube. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. Yeah, it's free. It's, yeah. Like, it's lo- isn't it like two and a half, three hours? It's long, though. It's like two hours, I think. Yeah. Yeah. Close to two hours. Figure it out. I only like the movie. I, I never, I never liked the show. I tried to give it a chance, but I, I like the movie because there's the songs are funny. Right, like, I like the songs. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, Uncle Fucker, shut your fucking face, Uncle, Uncle Fucker. Fucker. Yeah, they do that song. Yeah, yeah. Nice. In the, <laughs> in the blame Canada. Whatever. They do blame Canada. They do the gay fish, Kanye West. <laughs> yeah, I would. I would watch it for if it was just music. I would because I like funny music. Yeah, it's yeah. mostly all just music. Yeah, yeah. I suppose it's at Red Rocks and it's a concert. So yeah, yeah. It's an amazing venue. I love Red Rocks. Red Rocks yeah. is God, awesome. I like them. Yeah, I've, I've only been ever been there. there for one concert. I've been there yeah. before for like hiking and like going through. But yeah, I've been there for. Yeah. Went there for a concert last summer. You guys were there this summer. Mm-hmm. I don't really like. I wasn't thinking anything of it. I was like, oh, this would be cool. Whatever. Mm-hmm. And uh, then we took like a, before the show, we took a hike. There's like a hike you can take and look at all these dinosaur fossils that are still in the rock and stuff. And you can see red rocks. Mm-hmm. And I was like, oh, my God, that's majestic. I bet some I bet that was like a very sacred place. Sure. A few hundred years sure. ago. Yeah, like what was going and, on in that amphitheater? Right, right, right. And then, yeah, you go in there and you're like, this is magical. <laughs> it's definitely a destination thing. I like, have not been there. Yeah. Do it's it. very cool. Yeah. There's there's not it. a lot of places in the world that honestly realistic like for like conventionally speaking, it's not like an aesthetically pleasing hmm. look, but it's just so beautiful. It's Red Rocks to me is just gorgeous. I don't know. It, it yeah, I definitely think it's the type of place where somebody needs to check out once. No. Yeah. Sure. At least once. Yep. Sure. Still waiting. To everybody see. plays there. I'm still yeah, looking yeah. to see Dirty yeah. Heads there. That's like that's like my bucket list Dirty concert. Yeah. And I was so upset when I found out that they were there like three nights before when I was out there for Blues Traveler last summer. It's like, uh, yeah. yeah, I would have rearranged the schedule to go three days earlier to see Dirty Heads at Red Rocks. They were there the night before we saw Halsey. They're there like every like they're <laughs> yeah. like every like July. They're pretty much there. Fuck if I would have known. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> They're pretty much there the end of June, beginning of July every year. Yeah. 
If I were on my own podcast, I could talk about how I don't go to concerts. Because I do occasionally go to concerts, but for the most part, I don't. I go to so many. There's so many bands that are like my favorite bands that I've had an opportunity to see, but I have not gone to see. Or like bands that are supposed to be amazing live, and I just don't. So I think I'm coming up on 15 (laughs) in like the last 12 months right now. Yeah. It's not like I never do, but I don't really like being around thousands of people. So that's me. Yeah. It's not super exciting. I go to small club shows. So I I go to, and I do so many local shows. It's just like, (laughs) I sort of get that itch scratched. Yeah. If I just wanted to like see somebody performing and and with, with some other folks. Yeah. Yeah. My first concert was Tool. Mm-hmm. 80 bucks a ticket. Yeah. Crappy seats. That's another thing. It was amazing. Money. Right. Yeah. It was, yeah, money. Yeah. There's yeah. so many people. And right, right. It's, yeah. So, I mean, nowadays I wouldn't spend more than like $60 on a mm-hmm. ticket. I just don't mm-hmm. care, you know? Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. yeah like or if those... it's on a school night, I'm not going to the cities. Mm-hmm. Okay, if I got to work in the morning. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Last time I did that, it was horrible. <laughs> yeah. You know, I, and I just randomly, like last Tuesday, was like, yeah, let's go to a show. If I lived in the city. And the Sunday be before different. that, I was like, yeah, let's go. Yeah. But yeah. I, and I think, like, for me, like I said, yeah, I don't like spending a lot of money. I think out of, like I said, out of those dozen or 15 that I've been to the last year, mm-hmm. I think 40 bucks is about the most I've spent on a concert ticket. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Otherwise, yeah, it's a lot of. 18, 25 bucks and stuff like that. Yeah. So who would yeah. you like to see if you did go to more concerts? I mean, my favorite band is they might be giants and yeah. I, I go see them fairly often. I've probably seen them around like 10 times or something, but, uh, do they yeah. still tour? Oh yeah. Really? They're all sold out now. I mean, that, that's part of why I like it. Like now, I'm not gonna go see them because they're sold out for like a year. I'm not gonna try that hard. Yeah, I've already seen them ten times. They're, <laughs> dude, they are brilliant. They are better than ever. Like it's amazing how sixty they are and how like creative and fun and energetic they still are and and real. Like it's it's incredible. Um, there's there's such good songwriters and and performers and stuff and like their band is great and and they they're still having new ideas and ways to present music that you never thought of you know what i mean and like it's like oh no this is music too like ween is like that too they're like here's this is a song you're like yeah kind of but you know? <laughs> yeah, right <laughs> and yeah. i love that i love that like outside of the box approach you know mm-hmm. um so so yeah i mean definitely they might be giants um i've been listening to napalm death since like 1991 and they're still touring and they're also like you know, 50 plus years old. Mm-hmm. And I think it'd be cool to see them do that, give that much energy to like a show and play that music that is that brutal and intense. And mm-hmm. like, um, to see that, that would be really cool. Mm-hmm. And, uh, they're also like, believe it or not, a very innovative band. Uh, some people think it all sounds the same cause it's all like growling and fast and shit. <laughs> I, love that stuff. I don't yeah. listen to much napalm that yeah. uh, metal. I mean, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Check them out. I mean, f- check them out forever. I don't know. Listen to their new stuff and go backwards. That's usually what I say. Like if people want to know about a band that I like, that's been around forever, like, yeah, they have classic stuff and you will hear it. So just like start with what they're start new with releases. the new stuff. Yeah. 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 <laughs> I saw, I saw clutch when they were here. I mean, Primus. I, yeah. And Primus. Yeah. Primus is, Clutch was actually my preferred band at that show, but I did I liked them both, you know. Yeah, I, yeah. I felt like the crowd here was pretty 
boring. Because I've seen Primus sure. at other times, and it's like, yeah. Oh, we yeah. saw him with Mastodon. Oh, that sounds great. That was yeah. so great. And yeah. they, yeah, I, I mean, they put on a wonderful show. Yeah. And here they were awesome too. I just, not, it wasn't a rib fest or something. So it was like a lot of people that probably didn't even know. Yeah. It wasn't, Primus I don't is. think it was at rib fest. It wasn't. No. But I mean, it wasn't, it, yeah, it was, it was Mankato, you know. I don't know. Yeah, there's all live music. Yeah. Let's just go. Yeah. Which and is, like, there is, there is kind yeah. of a thing where it's like, if everyone else is just standing around, then you're going to stand around. And it takes some, it takes something to whip people up a little bit. I was trying. I was smoking yeah, weed good. right next to the sound booth. Bouncing, <laughs> like, trying Let's to get a go. go. Yeah. <laughs> Tommy the Cat is his name. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> nice. I mean, I wasn't doing that. I'm talking about that. I don't yeah. do that. <laughs> I don't do that. <laughs> do anything for love, but you won't do that. I won't do that. No. no. Do you know what that is? Meatloaf. Oh, what he won't do? Yeah. Uh, he confirmed. Like, Anal. Oh, if you're listening, he confirmed anal. Yeah. Oh, okay. I I didn't. I didn't delve any deeper, like giving or receiving. I don't know what he's saying. Top or bottom? Yeah, I'm not sure what is. Yeah, if he's a top or a bottom or neither. I guess I don't know. I would guess. I would guess neither. I mean, if he won't do it, he won't do it. He's real dead now, so I don't know. Yeah, he (laughs) Now he doesn't have any control over. (laughs) R.I.P. Meatloaf. Now I really hope he's not into it because yeah. that's not yeah, friendly. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. No. <laughs> well, I have a sense of humor that goes as it low as it to, gets. Oh, yeah. So yeah. yeah. <laughs> that's the way to do it. But um <laughs> I you know what? That's I, I think that's about as good a place <laughs> yeah, to, okay. to start okay. so things on you know, to anal. <laughs> Now you know. <laughs> um but no, uh Ocho, thank you so much, man. Yeah, uh, thanks, man. Amazing conversation. Glad to have you Absolutely. on. Uh, thank you for letting us be on your show as well. Yeah, uh, hit us up anytime. Yeah, we'll, yeah. Uh, I'm always down. So yeah, uh, I got nothing else. That's it. Uh, you got anything? Nah, not not for this podcast. Ooh. I mean, when we do a cats up or something. Yeah, yeah. we got to get yeah, one of them happening. But I'll be listening. I just want to plug my podcast one more time. Yeah, so. for sure. Absolutely. Well, yeah. yeah, where where we where can we find you? And we'll put some links as well. Well, the website is I don't do that podcast.com. Uh, or if you look on your streaming service, you can search for I don't do that with Ocho and you should be able to find it. Yeah. It's nope. also on my social media. I'm uh, Ocho Tunes on Facebook. You can also go to OchoTunes.com or uh, Ocho Means 8 on Twitter. You should be able to find it somewhere. Okay. One of those places. Yeah. Awesome. Yeah. And we'll definitely put, we'll put your socials in. In the description, if you if you want us to do that, absolutely, yeah. I'll, I'll put some links in there. Yeah. Um, Thanks so much for being open and like, hell yeah, yeah it's, it's amazing. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. great afternoon of, of talking and absolutely. just uh, yeah, just telling some stories. Oh, so yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. well, perfect. All right, that's it. Thank you guys. Cheers. We're out of here. Take uh, care. Episode ten in the bag. <laughs>